police in the morning. Lilith cannot conceive a child no matter how hard she tries and how desperately she wishes. As her marriage begins to unravel, so does her hold on reality slowly and painfully and dangerously slip away. A beautiful neighbor who has just become pregnant befriends Lilith, and their relationship ignites a furious envy within her that turns increasingly threatening. Cursed with a body refusing to bear life and driven mad by psychotic fantasy, Lilith will stop at nothing to experience happiness with a child. Any child. She will become a mother right this very moment, however monstrous and shocking the consequences might be. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here every B-Movie is the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, our first movie of July, and we're taking a look at uh, Sinful from 2006, our, uh, our start of Misty Monday month. Corey got a bunch of Misty Monday movies for his birthday. Happy birthday, Corey. Oh, always a fantastic gift. The gift of Misty. So, if you don't know, Misty Monday is the, the stage name of actress Erin Brown from uh, when she was working with a certain studio. So, we're going to take a look at, uh, well, you heard the back of the DVD box for Sinful. Let's just dive into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three. I'm going to start with the top here and what's what was good. Sounds good to me. So, for me, number three. The movie had a short run time. When you take out the credits at the end of the movie, it only ran for 68 minutes. So, not, you know, not too much of a commitment. Number two. There's a good use of lighting and music that sets the tone for the film. And really, it it felt like an early PC point-and-click adventure. But, like, in the best of ways. Number one. This movie had a ton of dark humor in it. I don't think it was supposed to be dark humor so you know that aside from the fact this movie actually had me laughing a lot at uh, at some relatable misery that uh, that is out in the world number three the plot and the characters were interesting to say the least like um weren't always likable it was uh definitely weird but given how abstract everything was i felt like um everything kind of fit together relatively well Number two, I kind of like the surreal sto- style of storytelling in this film. It's unique, and it's um, got, a, got a good atmosphere for sure. Definitely with the mix of the music and the um, colors and just uh, not knowing what's real and what's not. I, I, it's definitely got a fun atmosphere. Number one, this movie is just so unintentionally hilarious at times because like, I feel like because it's so like weird and bizarre... You just can't help but laugh and at just, like, the absurdity of it all. And I, I definitely found myself laughing a lot, so that's always good. So if I didn't say it before, spoilers, because in the bottom three, for me, number three, the characters Sam and Aisha are just very unlikable people. They brag about what they have and how much they give to charity, and they just seem like pretty uppity folks, and... uh you know, ev- everything about them, maybe they're supposed to be unlikable, you know, and that causes more of Lilith's psychosis or whatever have you, but, like, I just, I, I felt like I didn't want them here. It's especially bad that they're talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we're having a baby, you know, how great this is. Meanwhile, Lilith is, like, un- not able to have kids. Like, wow, fuck you guys. That, that's just because her husband can't get hard. True. <laughs> or <laughs> something. We, we don't even know what was going on. <laughs> Number two, 
Um, I mean, it ties in with my number one on the top. I'm pretty sure this movie was supposed to be serious. And just like Paul said, because of the absurdity of it, like, you, I couldn't take it serious. And number one, in, a, in going with the absurdity of this film, I have absolutely no idea what's going on half the time. What was real? What was fake? What was in Lilith's head? Was she crazy? Was all of it happening? Were, was there any reality of this at all? Like, uh, who knows? Because I certainly don't. Number three is actually my number one for the top. Um, yeah, I found it unintentionally hilarious, which I don't think I was supposed to. I think I was supposed to be taking a lot of these scenes very seriously, but I didn't, so, yeah. Number two, so, yeah, I had no idea, like, which scenes were real and which ones were imaginary, like, like, there's a baby and, like, a, like, a bottle and everything, and, like, a, and I don't know if that was actually real or not, and... I, I don't know, like, it's, that's part of the absurdity that was kind of, um, uh, off-putting a bit and just kind of, and just unintentionally hilarious is, what the fuck's even going on? Like, is, is any of this actually happening, or is it hallucination, is it a metaphor? I have no fucking clue. I mean, anytime someone shows up to the door with a, with a fetus in a blender, you, you just kind of have to question the reality of the situation. And number one, so, it says that, like, she's incapable of having babies but yet they have like a fetus and i think it was there because they hinted that and they were like oh your your body just can't keep life but then again she also wasn't pregnant at all so it's like what <laughs> I, I think that sums up the movie pretty well what well one of the things we really didn't talk about was the dialogue so let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war quote war we'll quote this movie back and forth you tell us how to have the better quotes i'll start with Oh, God is coming, his glory, his majesty. Would you shut the fuck up, Jim? I felt you through the wall. God, you're so fucking soft. Thanks, sorry, bye, fuck me. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10. 1 being the best. 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I also gave it a 4 out of 10. So Sinful is an interesting psychological thriller that does leave a lot more questions behind than answers given. The performances lead it to be more of a dark comedy than a serious drama, but it helps to keep interest as the movie slowly moves towards its conclusion. Thankfully, it's just an hour, over an hour long, so it doesn't overstay its welcome by too big of a margin. Sinful was certainly a movie. It's artsy and weird, and I'm not really sure what the fuck the was real and what was hallucination, or if there's any point to have the scenes. The story is told in a very abstract manner, which is interesting, if not a bit weird. The music and lighting made for an otherworldly, dreamlike atmosphere that was somehow both soothing and haunting at the same time. While I certainly appreciate the artistic style, I do wish it was a bit more coherent in places, and what the fuck was up with the fetus in the bo in the jar or bottle? It was really, was it real? Was it a metaphor? I have no fucking idea. I can definitely appreciate unorthodox storytelling. However, sometimes when a film is too abstract, it becomes difficult to take serious, and ma it makes the film unintentionally hilarious, because you just, yeah, it's just that absurd. And when, like, you take scenes that are, like, in a premise that's supposed to be serious, like, woman not being able to give birth and going crazy and, you know, killing another woman for, for her baby. That's inherently really fucked up and serious, but 
I don't know, some of it was just so weird that I couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. While, while I think it was a well-written and directed film, I couldn't help, like I said, I couldn't help but laugh at, like, just trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And I'm honestly still not sure. I've seen films similar to Sinful before. However, the overall experience of seeing this movie is really something else. Well, you know, we always have ways to drink away the slick. Drink away the slick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the slick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time someone insults Jim, take a drink. Number two, every time someone mentions a baby, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone drinks, take a drink. And number four, anytime you can't distinguish what's true or in Lilith's head, take a drink. Every time Lilith claims to be pregnant, take a drink. Every time someone talks about love, take a drink. Every time someone is visibly pregnant, take a drink. And every time you see the color red, not including the lighting, Take a drink. Knows your ways to drink away the slick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything with Beamer related, comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. Mail us emails, beamerbros.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to a PayPal or Patreon account. Links are right below. Well, at the end of week one for Misty Monday Month, of course, Sinful is going to be in the top spot. Next week, we'll be taking a look at... Uh, Ah, oh, fuck. What's it, what's it called when there's, like, several short movies in one movie? Anthology? Yeah, well, we're going to take a look at one of those things called Shakurama from 2005. Should be interesting. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one.